how that goes. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Um, I am thrilled about today. My name is Latasha Martin. If this is your first time watching me on live stream, we give a motivational moment every morning at 645, Monday through Friday. And so if you are on Facebook, you are one of our collaborators, and we are thrilled about that. If you're on YouTube, we'd ask that you follow and subscribe so that you can get this message and more. And if you're on Periscope, you can just go ahead and give us some hearts. So good morning, because today's topic is one that I was, I am excited to share because, oh my gosh, I just dropped my iPad with all my notes. Hold on. I am excited to share because um, I had an amazing revelation and experience over the last uh, couple of days with God. And I was just so grateful because I was like, is this how it works, God? Like, it's just this simple. And so the title for today is called, um, I was planning to quit part two. I started this yesterday with making some announcements. So if you are listening to the podcast, this is episode number 38, I believe. Um, and it's called Power to Choose. That's the name of the podcast. And I was excited because the announcement that I made over there is that I was doing intentional, intentional use of content in different platforms. And so I wanted to share some stuff with you guys so that you're aware of this also. And that is what I had a revelation with God is, is that it was like the group of on, on, on Connect, Collaborate, Create. Um, we're going to see some new branding because at the end of, end of the day, when it comes to connecting, collecting, connecting, collecting, I can't even talk. Connecting, collaborating, and creating together, it always begins with this subtitle that no matter what, you always have the power to choose whatever it is that you decide. Whether you choose to be in isolation or you choose to connect and collaborate and create so that you can be the best version of who God created you to be. And so that has me really excited this morning because it actually leads up to our message today. And the title of the message is, I was planning to quit part two. And so I'm gonna go ahead and begin with a word of prayer. And then we're gonna jump into our text. We're coming out of three different places in the Bible today. So I'll give those texts as we move along in the message. So dear God, we thank you so much for bringing us together one more time. Dear Lord, you are awesome and so worthy to be praised. Lord, I just thank you for giving me the courage to do something that is pushing me out of my comfort zone, but I believe that it is causing me to be the best version of who you desire for me to be at this moment. And so dear God, I pray that anyone under the sound of my voice, that they're encouraged to read these passages for themselves and to see how the Holy Spirit is speaking to their hearts and that they are able to release so that they can receive, so that they can walk into the anointing that you are calling them to, so that they can have the confidence to understand that when trials and tribulations come their way, that no weapon formed against them shall prosper because in their weakness, you are made strong. And so I pray that they are able to put these things together. And if not all of these scriptural references, I pray that you still give them the ability and the confidence to know, like in the book of James, where it says, if we lack wisdom to ask for it. And so God, I thank you so much for all that you're showing me. In Jesus name we pray, amen, amen. So this is so funny because I literally just said that number of the podcast and I recorded it last night. And in my brain, I'm like, Latasha, uh, make sure you have the right number because you keep giving the wrong numbers out 
on these morning message. Yes, it is number 38. <laughs> and it's just crazy. So anyways, let me tell you guys how God has shown up um, over the last couple of days. And it was so interesting because last week, if you were with me, you know that it was like emotional hills and valleys. And what you didn't know in the backdrop is that God was doing some stuff. And this is the thing that I'm learning about God. He will show you stuff and reveal things to you if you do the three things that I'm going to share with you in just a moment. But let me put last week into context because it, this message is for the individuals who do think that they know the word. And yet we still are doing things on our own strength. And so what God had to show me last week was, Latasha, like I'm clarifying what you should be doing for the priorities in your life. I'm clarifying what you should be doing with your business, yet you keep getting in the way with your logic, right? This is the thing. And so last week, or actually Saturday night, was probably the best night in my life in such a long time. Now, you might be thinking, well, what happened on Saturday night? And Saturday night was literally me with my family sitting outside on our patio, which God just blessed my whole heart in that area too. We were sitting on the patio, just having a conversation. Now you might be saying to yourself, Latasha, why was that like the best day in your life in a long time? And the reason that I say that is because what God showed me that night when I was so filled with joy on such a simple thing, he reminded me of, and this is why you do what you do meaning that the priorities of my life, I speak about them often. I say it's God, my husband, my children, and then everything else. But life gets in the way. And I don't know if this is your story. Maybe it's just mine. And when life gets in the way, what you realize is you think that you're balanced. You think that you're intentional. But if you were to really sit back and say, why am I getting so frustrated? It's because what I think was happening for me is they were compartmental, compartmental hills and valleys. So I referenced a song last week by Torn Wells that says, it's the hills and valleys, right? And so what I was thinking was that I was on a hill and I didn't realize that I was really in a valley somewhere on a hill because it was like a contradiction of life. It was like my business life and my personal life were contradicting themselves. And so on Saturday, God helped put all these pieces together as I sat there in such gratitude with my family. We were just having a conversation. And then the next day I was just in such a good place and I went on a worship walk. That's what I called it. Um, normally I'm on a power walk, but I was on a worship walk. And God started to reveal and put all of these different pieces together for the priorities that I've been praying for. And what I realized is I had been praying, but I wasn't putting all of the pieces together. And, and, and it was interesting because right before I spent that time with my family, I was actually working with this couple in their ministry. And God was like giving me some specific ways in which I'm supposed to work with them. And I was like, okay, God, like it's not making sense. But in me working with them, it was like a seed that they planted and a prayer that they prayed. And I was like immediately blessed by that. And so I think that there's something to be said about being obedient and recognizing what's really going on. And so the reason I'm titling today is 
I was planning to quit is because if I had to be honest, I think what God showed me on my worship walk was I was investing in natural things, but I wasn't really investing in family things that I would say are really important because I was so frustrated with what I believed were the outcome or the response towards the people that I'm saying I'm doing this for. And what God had to show me that night was, no, Latasha, you are right on track. Let me give you a glimpse of why you know that you're doing it right. Let me just show you why, even though the picture of your life might look different to you than what you thought, but I wanna let you know that you're on the right path and you're doing it right. But let me show you some scripture today on how to put all these pieces together on both how to respond and your coming and your going, as well as how to respond in your hills and your valleys. And so what I wrote down is I was actually in my worship walk and I was like, okay, God, but it feels like, and I'm just telling you where I was. I was like, it feels like my life is all over the place. Like, um, like I have this part for this business and this part for that business and this thing over here with my family and it's not making sense. And this is what he gave me this morning. He said, the problem why it seems so compartmental to you is because you will not allow yourself to have the confidence to put it all together. So what does that mean, Latasha? Well, what that means is, is that I was living these lives with different things, but really they were all coming together if I would just be transparent in it all. Again, what does that mean? My one child always asks me, be specific. And so I wanna be specific. And I wanna walk you through this three-step process as I'm being specific so that it can all come together for you. And so the first thing, the first passage that God was showing me is, is that in this season in your life, if you're sitting there saying, sometimes I feel like I'm winning, sometimes I feel like I'm losing, I don't even know and I'm ready to quit in this area, but then every time I wanna quit in this area, then this seems to be going good, but it's still, I'm just not sure what I'm not sure of. And so the first passage that he had me to have you go into was Matthew 7, and it begins with the seventh verse. Again, this is the NIV translation. It says, ask and it will be given to you seek and you will find knock and the door will be open to you for everyone who asks receives he who seeks finds and to him who knocks the door will be opened now when you read this passage it does not mean that we serve a name it claim it god let me tell you what that means is because if we're asking and it will be given to you seeking and you will find and the door will be open to you for everyone who asks receives he who seeks finds and to him who knocks the door will be opened. This context and our posture in this should be asking, seeking and knocking on God. How do I live my life more in a way where you are glorified through my obedience and my intentionality? And so when you're asking and you're seeking and you're knocking, you should be asking God purely from whatever is showing up in your heart space have an unfiltered conversation with God as you ask him. And then when you ask the questions, you need to acknowledge, you need to acknowledge the second step in the process, which is as God is answering problems or answering questions for you and you're asking and you're seeking and you're acknowledging, you need to have the foundation to know that when you ask and you seek and you knock, as he is unfolding answers to you, 
it may not make sense in a way that your natural logical mind says that it should make sense. But then you have to go to the word and say, well, why is it not making sense when God tells me to go to the left when all the evidence says I should go to the right? And you're just like, God, it's not making sense. And so the reason it may not make sense to you how God is doing it is because Isaiah 55, 8 and 9 says this, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. This says, as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. But then if you go just a little bit further, because my sister Shannon actually shared this passage with me, I went a little bit further and this is what it also says. And it says, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields the seed for the sower and the bread for the eater. What it what, what I mean is, is that sometimes God is doing things. He's providing provision for stuff. It's having an impact in your obedience because you recognize you don't know how God is doing it. But as you are experiencing the stuff that is happening as a result of him doing things his way, he is providing provision and he is providing things. So it's almost like you couldn't be in a rainfall. You couldn't be in a snowstorm. And something not happened to stuff around you and even have an impact on you, meaning that God is delivering on his promises. You may not see the full evidence of that because you could be in a situation perceiving it one way and God is working it out in another way. Y'all just don't even understand me today. Like I have been praying about some things specifically for this business. And what God was showing me is you need to have unapologetic faith so that if you're on the podcast, you can pray. If you are in front of people on, in a world that's secular, you can pray. And you shouldn't be ashamed of anything that I'm doing because if you trust that your, your job is God-centered, meaning that holistically I'm missionally all out for God that in no place in my life should I not have the continual boldness that I would have in any area. Now, this is my story. I'm not trying to tell nobody to go into work today and slap somebody inside the head with the scripture. But what I am saying is that if we're disciples and we're followers of Christ, if we are praying enough, if we are seeking the source enough, then what God will do is he will give you the wisdom as you ask and you seek and you knock. And he's working it out in a way that you don't understand how he's working it out and that your response should be yes and amen, which took me to the last passage that we just talked about last week, which is First Thessalonians 5.16, which is, well, what is your response as God is working it out? What should I be doing as God is working it out? What do I do when I pray for something and it looks like he's answering prayers in one area, but he's not answering them in another area? Well, it brings us to the third passage. And the third passage he just gave us last week in 1 Thessalonians 5, 16, which says, be joyful always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances for it is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Do you see how the three steps are coming together? And what God is showing me is, is that Latasha, you are planning to quit. 
What areas was I quitting in? Let me just be transparent with y'all today. I was being, I was planning to quit because as a mom, I was like, I keep having, I'm good with one kid and then I'm off with the other kid. I'm good with that kid and then I'm off with the other kid. I'm good with this kid and then I'm off with this kid. And when I'm good with all three kids, then I'm off with my marriage. And what God was showing me is, no, 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 Latasha, this is what I need you to do. I need you to have some authentic conversations with me. Step one is seek me first. You know, it says in Matthew 6, 33, seek ye first the kingdom of God. But how do you seek him? You seek him by asking, seeking and receiving. You have those conversations with God. You don't. The second piece is as he's answering prayers, Isaiah 55, 8 and 9, even if you're not the solution to the prayer that you're asking, but God is still working it out the way that God works it out, well, then you need to understand Isaiah 55, 8 through 10. And then once you start to receive those gifts and saying God is working it out, then the final thing is even when you don't understand in the process, the third stop, step is, is to stop complicating things. Stop trying to complicate them with your logic. God gave me a word on Saturday night in response to an upcoming client and it did not make sense not ready to share what he said to me yet because what i learned in this this area i have a responsibility to not just say the test but to say the money so as god does the testimony then i will come back and i will share with you the completeness of what he's doing with me but what i'm realizing is that in this season if i want a greater god experience i need to do a greater obedience thing and that is, is turning to the word of God and not challenging and overcomplicating because logically he's again, telling me to go to the left when all the evidence says go to the right. And so I'm just saying these days, I know I no longer want to quit. I know that I just want to run this race, pressing towards the mark, forgetting the latter things and seeing what God has got me moving into. And I pray that you do the same, that if you're hearing this message today and it feels like there are areas in your life that you are quitting, or maybe you didn't even realize you quit because he hasn't shown you that it's worth it yet because you haven't allowed yourself to be vulnerable yet enough to say the honest conversation with God, which is, God, I thought I was hearing you when you had me doing this as a mom. God, I thought that I was hearing you when you had me do this as a father. God, I thought I was hearing you when you told me to do this with my job. God, I thought I was hearing you when I when you told me to do this thing with this decision with my finances or this thing with my health, whatever those things are. But if you're having these unfiltered conversations with God and you have a relationship with God, then you need to understand that when he's telling you to do things, when he's working those things out, you need to say, no matter what I'm facing right now, I better be joyful. I better be prayerful. I better be thankful in my words and in my actions. I need to behave like I believe the fullness of God's word so that he can do what only he can do. And so I'm telling you right now, I am so excited on how God put some stuff together for me. And even last week, I think I was mentioning it and I had said it on the podcast. How do we even begin to walk this way? Well, you begin to walk this way by spending more time with him. So on August, I think it's not, it's the first week in August, we're going to kick off the Get Naked With God Challenge. 
Um, if you don't have a copy of the book to enter into that with us, then I would encourage you to get that. You don't have to buy it. I'm not going to put it in the comment section yet, but I am going to have a formal challenge where you're going to make an investment to be a part of this. And the goal of this challenge is to just spend some intentional time with God. And my last testimony, we're running a little long today, is just this. God is just showing me, Latasha, in any of you, if God is showing you stuff and doing stuff, he has given you some goodies that you probably, I don't know about you, but God is showing me that I was ashamed with them. Um, inside of my book, Get Naked with God, there is a thank you to my chiropractor's grandmother. And so the last time that I went to see him, actually not this visit, but the visit before, I gave him a copy and I earmarked the page where I called out his grandmother. And I gave it to him. And I'm going to just be honest with you. I gave it to my chiropractor, not expecting him to read the old book, but just to see the part where I did a shout out to his grandmother. Because sometimes when you have you know, family that's passed on, it's just nice to see that someone's acknowledging them. And so the last time that I went to the chiropractor, I was sitting there and I know that he's in a rush because of the pandemic. You don't have a lot, a lot of time to talk. There's a lot of like, you know, rituals or things that you have to do. And what he said to me was, thank you for your book. I said, thank you for my book. In my head, I was like, what? He said, I read it. I said, you read the book? He said, yes. And he said, and from knowing you, I appreciate your transparency because I believe that you had actually walked through this. And by me interacting with you, I know that the things that you share and the challenges that you put out there are things that you actionably work through. That blessed my whole little heart. Why did it bless my heart? Because for that one confirmation word of buildup that someone that was a stranger and I would say in my personal space gave me, what I realized is how ashamed and how many of my gifts I had put into a bushel. And I had been underneath the bushel and I've been hiding them. And I've been living this life where I wasn't showing all the things that God has done through this pandemic. He's done some amazing stuff in this all these things and this, these products and, and these things that he's shown me how to do in the supernatural. And what I realized in that moment, it was like a confirmation of this moment is God has given us all these gifts. And my question for you is you're asking and seeking and you're looking to him for answers. If he's saying to you, well, have I give you gifts that you're ashamed of, that you don't unapologetically show the world because for whatever reasons you have going on in your mind. And that really blessed my whole life. But it helped me to realize, you know what? If you gave your kids a gift and they were ashamed of some of the gifts that he had worked so hard to give you, then obviously that's why you're not getting a return. And so as you go into this challenge, or if you're getting your mind ready to go into this challenge on getting naked with God and spending more time with him, I was so excited because for that one compliment, the imposter syndrome in my head went to all the people with the little feedback that didn't build it up through that book and through other projects I had been working on. And those voices had become louder in my mind than the voice of what God was saying and calling me to. And so what was happening is, is that I wasn't winning because I was listening to the sounds that don't even matter. Because for all the noise that was over here saying the book might not be ready because you spelled this word wrong or what's the context of this scripture? Someone who the book was designed for was blessed by it. I want to encourage you with that today. 
you know, as you're planning to quit, it's probably because you're listening to the wrong voice. And so I don't want to listen to the imposter syndrome voice. I want to listen to the word of God louder than the people who don't understand what God has called me to and unapologetically walk into that gifting holistically so that the anointing of God's word on my life and on your life can be exceedingly and abundantly more than you could even ask for. Because sometimes we don't even know how to ask as big as what God wants to bless us. Mm, that's a word for somebody today. We can't even ask as big as what he wants to bless us with. And so God, we just, I just, I'm so thankful for that today. And I just want to thank God for that today. So dear Lord, we thank you so much for your unchanging truth. Dear God, we thank you for giving us the ability to have access to your word and access to you whenever and as often and as frequently as we would desire. Dear God, I pray that we ask, seek, and knock for some big blessings, some intentional blessings, that we have some unfiltered conversations full of faith, even though when we step out of that conversation with you, we might get afraid because the enemy will come on the attack. But then I'm prayerful that we will be reminded that no weapon formed against us shall prosper and we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And so God, I thank you so much for reminding me of the importance to live an uncompartmental life and to listen to the fullness and not to be ashamed of the gospel in any way overthinking things that I don't need to complicate. Dear God, I pray that anyone who's listening to this that complicates your word, realize that your way is so simple, that your way is so simple. And for those who don't know you, I pray that they get into relationship with you by just simply acknowledging that your son came here to die for our sins and you believe it and you believe that he rose from the grave. And now that we have the gift of grace, and so, Lord, we thank you for everything that you're doing, that you have done, that you are doing, and that you will continue to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. And I love you guys so much. And until tomorrow on the podcast, bye. Oh, that voice is going to regularly there. <laughs> thank you so much. I love you guys much. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. I hope you guys are all up for the challenge. Bye-bye.